Hello, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, LaJuan Moses, back with you again for another great episode. Today, I'm joined by Ms. Keisha Griffin, who is a personal development strategist. Keisha shares with us how a particular moment in her life, a health scare, put her on a mission to use her creativity to start vision boarding and build out her own personal development brand. Keisha shares with us how Although our health challenges may arise and come up and scare us, it's important to find a way to work through those challenges and keep reaching and pushing for our goals. The process of creating and building something that reflects who you are in words and pictures, for me, was such a rewarding process, right? Right. And it helped to kind of put in, put in like one place okay, these are things that I want, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to be, who I want to be, and finding and creating that project for myself. It was all about me. Hey, mamas. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast, where we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mother at the same time. I am your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am helping you find the freedom to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, LaJuan Moses, and I have with me today a special guest by the name of Keisha Griffin. Hi, Keisha. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, LaJuan? I am well. I just thank you for joining me today for this um, episode of our podcast. And if you could just go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience real quick. Okay, sure. My name is Keisha Griffin. I am a personal development strategist and a coach. I'm also a wife and a mom. And my business is Envision Quest Coaching. And I specialize in vision board workshops and group coaching. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear more about your business because that is such an important thing that we all need to do. But before we get into your business, as you may know, More Than a Mother is about helping moms pursue their dreams while being great mothers at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I believe that everyone has a story and there is so much power in storytelling. So if you wouldn't mind sharing with us today, what is that aha moment? Or tell me about that aha moment in your life to where you just kind of had this revelation that I want to be doing something different. I could be doing something different. And this is what I'm going to do. Got it. So I have a few, but I'll just focus on one. And uh, yeah, over the years, probably about maybe 15 years ago, I was faced with a a diagnosis, a a cancer diagnosis. And it was after a series of tests, it was a tumor I had to have removed this from my pancreas. And it was low, very low grade. Like I didn't have to have any other treatment after the surgery was done. But that, that was a turning point in my life because at the time I was a young mother I was working full-time in a job that I thought I would retire from with the county government. And like I said, my kids were little, five, I think they were five and three, my girls. And when that happened, I had to really think about, okay, 
I have this second chance. I have this this opportunity to really think about who I am and what I want to do, right? Right. So when that happened, that really shifted how I did I lived my life and in in such a way that I changed jobs. Like I stopped working at the county. I I went into a job that was more community and community focused. I was working at the YMCA at the time. Okay. And that experience working at the YMCA, I worked there for about almost 10 years after switching to the to, to the career center. And it gave me the opportunity to really be closer to my kids. First of all, it was different. I was in the community, work with, focus on health and healthier lifestyles, help other people with healthier lifestyles and, provide, you know, doing service and coaching and right. um, creating programs and, you know, being creative in that sense. And that's when I, during that time, I started to look at doing my own vision boards, right? Just right. every year I would do a vision board. I would do it in a group with the kids that I work with, with my own kids, with my family at home. So starting from just a, a health scare to recovering and then making a lifestyle change, a change it was was my aha in, in switching gears and what I was doing. Right. And that's a, that's important because health scare health scares can really just change the whole plan for our lives and make us focus on what's important and what isn't important and we just start to see life through a different lens. Right, right. So you mentioned that you were going through your health scare. What was going through your mind or how did you feel like at that moment just because I know it had to be like a sense of powerlessness or something to that effect. Like, what were you feeling during that time? During that time, it was like, you know, why? Well, first of all, why did this happen to me? It was such an odd thing because it's not something that happens to African-American women of my age. I was like 30 at the time. It was usually like older white men, that, that specific type of cancer that I had. Um, and I was like, so why me? Like, why does this happen to me? So I couldn't, of course, figure out why, but it, I just had to deal with it and face it. And then understanding that, okay, once this is over in the surgery, or well, doing the surgery, who's, how's my kids going to be? You know, I want to, you know, be healthy for them. Will I survive? That was like, honestly, that was really right. where I was at. Like, what happens if I don't make it? And they were so little. So I had this, like, that in me, like I didn't dwell on it long a long time, but it was definitely part of my thought process. And right. with that, it helped. I think that determination to like, I have to live. Right. Like literally, like I have to live for my kids. Like they're so little, and I'm married. Like I, it's not like they wouldn't have, you know, my husband. But I'm, I'm the mom. Like you know, mommy. So right. I felt. I, I almost felt like a. A responsibility to be better. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, nobody yeah. can do it like mom. I mean, it doesn't no. matter who's around, just nobody, yeah. as we know, we can all be in the house together and right. dad could be closer, but it's yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was just about survival. It was about thriving. Right. It was about, you know, being there for my kids. My, my kids first. I love my husband. Don't get me wrong. But right. you know, I was, they were little. They, they, like, like you said, nobody can do it like mom. Right. So thank God that I was able to overcome that. But yeah, it's amazing how they can just be that determination, that driving factor, that thing that if we don't feel like we can do it for ourselves, we know that we have these little people at the time that, or even grown people that are dependent on us. So we just find that strength to make it. Right. 
And so you mentioned through all of this, this is when you started living healthier lifestyle, doing the vision boarding and just doing it with your family and those type of things. So how did you find that that kind of helped you through make that evolution or through this process by doing those vision boards? So I've always been like an artsy person. I say artsy, like I'm like a creative. I like to you know make collages and when I was younger and it wasn't, it was just part of the programming of working at the Y and just, mm-hmm. you know, ideas of doing something different. Yes. So, and, you know, vision board is such an easy, easy thing that you can um, do as a group and it's a creative thing. So it was honestly almost there. It was, it, I won't say almost, it was, it was therapeutic for me. I have to say that personally, okay, yeah. you know, writing is therapeutic, but the process of creating and building something that reflects who you are in words and pictures for me was such a rewarding process, right? Right. And it helped to kind of put in, put in like one place. Okay. These are things that I want. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be, who I want to be in finding and creating that project for myself. It was all about me. Right. That's another thing. It was all about no matter what year or what age, even, you know, being a mom and being busy, that 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 process of creating a vision board was all about me, about what I want. And I mean, and that's so important because like we get so lost in our kids and everything that they're doing that we often just forget about ourselves I mean doing that vision boarding and I like how you said about it being therapeutic because it just shows that therapy can be in many different forms as you said some people write some people may go see a therapist but you found your therapeutic and your therapy through the creativity so I think that's good yeah and the whole vision boarding and just seeing where you are where you want to go and Mm -hmm. just the idea of making something visual I think that's great right Mm -hmm. So tell me more about Envision Quest and what you do there. So in, in think of so Envision Quest was an idea that I came up with maybe you know over a year ago. I started to think of I've always been coaching, you know, kind of got the coaching certifications when I was at the YMCA and I moved on from there, but maintained my coaching certifications. But Envision Quest came about when I was really trying to think of how I could, what what kind of business I wanted to have to help women, you know, looking at women's empowerment and going to different seminars and workshops and, and, and I really want to focus on what, what do I do and what do I like that works for me. So the Envision part came up on just, Thinking about envisioning your life in a different way. So that's what they envision. The quest, a quest is a journey, right? So right. you're looking for the, a different part of life or, or a better life or a better version of yourself. So envision quest is how it manifested from my desire to create a business that could help women in a way that I found that worked for me in a form of the vision board and also coaching. So I've been a, like I said, I've been a coach for a long time. Right. And I do, I've done individual coaching, lifestyle change, life coaching, accountability coaching. 
And I find that, you know, no matter who you or how, what kind of coaching you do, it's still up to you as an individual to really follow through right. and to maintain your accountability and the things that you want to do. So for me, and I, and I found that it's helped with my clients is to like, and even in the, especially in the group setting to create a, a vision board and with Envision Quest coaching, we don't just go into the workshop and start cutting out pictures and things like that. That actually comes last. Okay. First thing we start with are a series of um, exercises that I came up with to determine, you know, what your goals are. Who you, what do you, how is your life right now? What do you want? Who do you want to be? What are you good at? And what your goals are. So all those different exercises are designed in the first and in, in complete in the first part of the workshop that we have. Okay. Then at the end, we take, okay, use this, these uh, exercises and the results that you've come up with over the course of the first part of the workshop to create your vision board. So it helps the participants and clients focus on what they want to do. And I think that's really good because when you say vision boarding, I like how you broke it down because a lot of people, when they hear, oh, I'm going to a vision board workshop, they just, they have that immediate thought that I'm just going to get some pictures or magazines and just cut things out and put them on a board. But I like how you break it down to helping people, like, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Because that is so important. I mean, even as moms, we tend to lose sight of all of that and just throw everything into our kids. So we kind of that challenges us to think about, okay, what do I want? What do I want to do? How yeah. can I do this? So right. yeah, I really like how that process is done. Yeah. It, it's, it's helped me over the years as my kids have started, have gotten older. And because I had to, we talk about aha moments and kind of going back to that, just understanding that you are an individual in addition to just being someone's mom, right? Yes. I was so, you know, I think for a long time after I got sick, I was in that survival mood and everything was about them. And I lost some sight of myself. Right. Doing the vision boards helped me to regain that. And, you know, I hope to to be able to share that experience with other women through Envision Quest coaching. Yeah. And I think that's major. Like you said, we were women first before we ever became mothers. And that is something that we forget. I mean, it's just been like ingrained to us. And it's kind of just a natural thing of, oh, once you become a mother, everything's about the kids, everything's about the house, everything's about the family. But it's just like, no, I can be, I am a person. I was a person before and I can do it all. Right. And so I think that is just really great to just remember that and just encourage other people to do that. Right. So I know you mentioned that your kids are older, mm-hmm. but as a mom, thinking back to when you were building all of this or even however it is with your kids these days, mm-hmm. how do you find that you manage it all or how were you managing it all? Um, wow. I never even thought about it. <laughs> just, I just do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of times that's what we just, we just do. And, uh, oh my gosh. So, yes. yeah. So so I would have to say that, you know, I didn't really use uh, like a shared calendar or anything like that. I just kind of knew, you know, knew what my kids had going on and I made it, you know, part of my life. Right. Whether it was band or dance or karate or whatever, or whatever projects they had going on, it was kind of, it was part of my life. It was part of what I needed to do too. 
Right. We, we have to get this done. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to get it done. And then you also, in the midst of all of their activities, sounds like you made it a part of your schedule, part of your calendar to put the things that you wanted to do. So you put yourself on your calendar as well, because mm-hmm. that was something else you had to get done. Yes. And and I did that. I was able to, I would, you know, I think about when I was in graduate school, my kids were, it was right after I, you know, I did go back to school while I was at the YMCA and, and I would do my homework for my master's when my kids were sleeping. Okay. So, because, it, and the reason why I did that was because my little one would come to me when I was, when they were awake and I would do homework and say, what are you doing? Why are you always on this computer? <laughs> you know, like, so I felt bad. Right. And, and then, so I was like, okay, so I won't let this part of my life interrupt theirs. Right. Whether that was the best choice, but I mean, it worked for, for me. Yeah. And you made it work. And I mean, <laughs> so, you even touched on something, how that, when you said you felt bad, that's like, that's that mom guilt that creeps oh, in that no matter what we've done throughout the day, what events we've attended, yeah. how much we have poured into them, that when we mm-hmm. sit down to do something for ourselves, that mom guilt will creep in like, okay, should I be doing this? But I mean, right. you found a way to make it work for you. And that's yeah. what really matters. And you right. didn't allow that guilt or anything to stop you from what you were doing. You just found a way to do it differently. So I think yeah. that's really good. Yeah. I, I was able to, yeah, manage, you know, the household. I would think they, they turned out okay. You know, I think I was pretty efficient in how I did it. Um, I made a lot of different choices, I have to say. Right. You know, for the sake of my kids for you know part of the time when they were little I was at home and I stayed at home and that middle school time which is very crucial and then I went back to work you know look you know so so I've kind of made adjustments in my my life to to make sure I was available for them that was just a choice that I made and you know my husband and I made for our family right I I know as as they got older I would be I would have to be honest to say that it was challenging for me when they were in that teenage phase, like I would say seven, 16, you know, 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And they, it was, they started to be more independent. Right. Right. Cause I was such a, okay, we got to do this. What is, what do you, you know, right. Baking their lives apart, my life, right. You know, that and doing everything for them that, I was like, I didn't know what to do. So I'll give you one example. My, I don't know, this is like this, so I was cleaning, cleaning the house, right? Right. And I happened to clean, go in my daughter's room and start picking up in her room. And then she came to me, she's like, I didn't want you to clean my room. Oh, wow. I can do it myself. Like, why are you cleaning my room? And she was like, oh, 15 or 16. Right. Granted, I probably shouldn't have been, but I was so just on automatic. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, and I felt some kind of way, like, what do you, you don't need me. That was, that was a moment where I was just, that's when my parenting had to change. Right. To fit the needs of my children at the age that they at the time right and I agree that flexibility and that parenting is ever-changing and kids become more independent which I mean is one of the reasons why I started this podcast and just everything that I'm doing because I ran into a lot of people who have kids that are older and they're like okay what am I supposed to do now my Mm -hmm. kids are older Mm -hmm. I've given everything to them Mm -hmm. now what and it's like 
you don't have to wait until your kids are older. And I think it's great how you're displaying through everything that you've done while raising your kids, Mm -hmm. just being a great example of how you can pursue your dreams and raise your kids at the same time. So that way, when they have that level of independence and they're kind of pulling away, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I have this that I'm working on. Right. I'm even at that point now where my 10 and 12 year old girls where I'm like, okay, nobody wants me for anything. No, like what <laughs> Everybody, do I do? Right. Everybody's in their own room. So I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's an adjustment now when they're both at one that's in uh, middle school and the other one will be going to middle school in the fall. Mm-hmm. But it's just that whole adjustment. Like, okay, these past few weeks, I've noticed everyone's staying in their own room. Nobody wants me for anything. So, I mean, just the fact that I've been building the business, I mean, so I'm not sitting around like, okay, now, well, I'm sitting around like, oh, I can get this done without right, anybody right. bothering me. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's the good thing about building. And even if it's just little by little mm-hmm. every day while your kids are young. So that way, when they do get to that point of independence, mm-hmm. if you want to have a business or whatever, then you're just stepping right into it. And you're not right. feeling lost. Like, OK, now I have to figure something out. Yeah. And, and my kids, they encourage me. They have encouraged me to, to do my own thing. You know, okay. they're, they're very, you know, in tune to my needs, too, which I'm thankful for. Yeah, that's good. You know, that I'm OK, mom. and Go ahead and do your thing. Or, you know, even just even like going to the grocery store. Like now, my, my, they're old enough to drive and everything. They're 18, right. 20 and 18. OK. So the past couple of years since they've been driving, like I don't if I don't want to go to the grocery store, let's give them a list and give them some money. Right. Yes. And <laughs> they know how I shop. So, you know, they, it's, it's definitely nice to have that, yeah. that of being on the other side of that, you know, little, the toddler phase, the right. little, you know, so it's the, the little kid phase and, and having an adult and that, that you can have different conversations. Right. With, right. Know, so, and I mean, like you said, parenting, it does evolve. And I mean, yeah. that's that next level. And I mean, it's good that you have yeah. that support and our kids. It's like we go from we're we're their biggest cheerleaders to them becoming our biggest cheerleaders. So yes. I think that that is just great that you have that support. And it yeah. is nothing like hearing your kids say, go ahead, mom. Mm-hmm. And then being involved and asking questions about what you're doing the same right. way you used to do with them and still do with them. Right. What would you say has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far? Um, well, with my mom journey, I would have to say, you know, kind of sitting back and seeing that my kids are kind, responsible adults that want to do the right thing and want to, and are, are just unapologetic in how they live and who they have in their lives. And what they want to do, you know, they're both doing, that's, that's, to me, like, I feel like, okay, now, when I was in a part of my evolution as a mom, and I was like, oh my God, what do I do now? Because they don't need me. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm, they're, they're good. You know, they still need me, but, right. you know, I step in when they, when they ask for things, but. You know, I know that they're they're adults and that they're living their own. They're starting to live their own lives, and that makes me happy. 
that, okay. that they're at this point. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, that is that's good. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's saying that's like the fruits of our labor, all those hard mm-hmm. motherhood days and all. Just seeing that fruits of that labor just yes. pay off. That is that's very rewarding. So if you could offer a tip to any mom that's out there that's struggling to kind of find her way or manage it all or try to get into pursuing her dreams, if there was one tip you could offer, what would that be? To remember your your goals and dreams and to make time for yourself mm-hmm. to to follow those dreams. I think that's important and in doing that you you your motherhood, your your being a parent is more rewarding because you don't feel any resentment towards your child for things you you didn't make happen because you had a child. Right. And that's great. Those are great tips. Is there anything that you wanted us to know about your business or anything that you have going on or where we can find you and those type of things? Yes. I'm actually part of a book anthology that will be released in May of this year. It's called Slay Your Legacy. And I'm one of uh, nine awesome women who are just talking about their stories of empowerment and overcoming obstacles. So you can read more of my story and their story in Slay Your Legacy in May of 2020. You can find me at envisionquest.coach online. And that's the best place to look for my events and um, coaching. I do also, besides the vision board workshops, I also do individual coaching, mastermind groups, which are virtual online as well. So you can find me again, envisionquest.coach. All right. That is awesome. I thank you, Keisha, for joining me today. And we will have to chat again and hopefully have you back here in the future so we can hear all the great things that you are doing with Envision Quest. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Luan. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LawanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word more, that's M-O-R-E, to 302-440-4630. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.